everyone, it is February 22nd, 2018. This is the Geeks Next Door, episode 98. And we're closing in on 100. How's it going tonight, guys? We're almost a centurion. Yes, we are almost to a centurion. It's, it's pretty cool. Pretty centurion cool. level. So, I was asked to ask you all a question this evening. Um, now... I don't care about the answer because I trust you all implicitly. Circle of trust extends all the way around this whole monitor. But I'll ask it anyway. It has to do with phase zero. What is the biggest and most advanced thing you've ever built with your hands? (laughs) (laughs) With my hands? Uh, or tools, you know, yeah, yeah, basically okay. whatever, you know, you know what building shit is. Um, I don't want to hear about 3D pr- printing. I don't want to hear about <laughs> that stuff's awesome, but it's not, it doesn't uh, f- f- factor into phase zero. So uh, anybody got something that uh, that they can think about? And you know what? As you guys think about it, I'll go ahead and start us off because I would say I'm by far the worst at building shit. Of all of us here, if you put a strength and weaknesses up, I am the worst at building shit. <laughs> it's just true. just the way it is. So one year, Amy was like, I want an entertainment center. And I was like, Dave, Amy wants an entertainment center. I'm going to build that shit. You should watch me and like make pointers. And he did so. And most of those pointers were, I guess you can do that way. <laughs> and it turned out to be the biggest most bulky piece of shit. <laughs> but did she love that thing? She, yeah, until we move, then she's like, let's just leave that in the garage and leave. <laughs> right, exactly. And the thing is, because you built it, she loved it. Which means that if you built something in the backyard, she should love it. Because it's even bigger. Yeah, so anyways, it was terrible. It was functional. Uh, it was complete. Um, it did not fall apart because it was super sturdy because it was made of really fucking thick logs, basically. Uh, but it was bulky and crappy, and I didn't like it at all, and it was dumb. So that's my answer. Uh, that, believe it or not, is the best thing I've ever built besides children in my life. <laughs> Damn children, it. you just provided some blueprints. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I guess she did most of the building. You're right. I just provided. Right. Yeah, you got a point like, there. All right. You're like, mm, you're you know supervised. I think, I think I'm going to provide manager. gender. I'm going to provide gender. A few genes that go in and off. In and off right. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Break the wrist and walk away. All right, Break cool. Cool. So that's me. Uh, anybody want to volunteer to go next? Ryan, what have you built? Besides a lovely mustache. <laughs> hmm. Probably the nicest thing I built is... So the first thing that came to mind, I got better than this, was, was, was like Pinewood Derby Car. <laughs> I was like, for a while, that was my leading candidate. I couldn't think of anything else. Um, Dave's got a list. Oh, wait. The best thing I built was probably that um, mirror thing that holds stuff that I gave Persephone. Yeah, I was going to say, she had that for a while. and For a long time, she didn't know exactly whose it was from. <laughs> It was pretty well made. It was, it was like, actually sick. really cool. Yeah, I was actually impressed by it. Would you do that like in woodshop class or something? I think I did it in one of the wood sh- one of the the woodshop classes or something in in high school. All right, explain yeah. kind of what it was. It was like a like a thing that opens up that you can Spice put stuff rack. in. And then it also had a mirror attached, that the mirror could rotate at different angles, yeah. so you could. You know, so I could do my makeup in the morning and whatnot. Yeah. No, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool. I was impressed when I heard that you built it. So I gave my mom that when we built it. Shut, shut up, you. <laughs> well, your mom probably liked it too. Cause yeah, it was, there you go. Shit. Yeah, right. No, Persephone really liked it. Son. She she kept all her shit in there. She kept all her like little things, of jewelry and stuff in there. So she liked it. That's probably my best, second best Pinewood Derby car. The rest <laughs> is IKEA level of of creation. Okay. Okay. Um, with physical build with your hands type thing. Sure, know? gotcha. All right, good answer, good answer. Uh, who's next? A dub. I got a laundry list. I said the best, best, most impressive. Not like if you want to go to like honorable mention, that's fine. But I want a list of like I did this, 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 and I'm the best ever. <laughs> currently, currently. <laughs> I'm making a C-clamp in, well, so I've got this introductory to machinist class, 
and I'm constructing a C-clamp uh, made of metal and pretty much making fabricating every part of that. So, I mean, yeah. it's not a lot of stuff, but it takes a lot of, pl- like, following blueprints and, like, actually doing the work on okay. the machines. That's pretty so. impressive. Like, super impressive sounding, but it will be less impressive to my wife. So, if you wanted to impress my wife, how would you, what would you say is your best? I'm really good at destroying things. Oh, Jesus Christ, don't say that. That's not how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> oh, wait. This is, this is construction in my head. Well, Amy's Amy's never been over to my house, so she's never seen the renovation I did on the basement. Well, tell us about so, it. That's it. Paint, paint, paint a picture. Nice paint a picture. Other than the internet. <laughs> Other than the internet, you right? fucked that one up. So I completely gutted my basement down to the cinder blocks and pretty much framed it, insulated it, uh, did the electrical, the plumbing, um, everything to work in a new bathroom. Uh, sheet rocked it. I didn't tape it. I had that hired out. <laughs> Nobody likes doing that. <laughs> no, Dave loves no. doing this. For yeah, he does not. He it's, just said he'll do it. <laughs> it's the hardest thing to do. Okay. Right, correctly. Cool. You so. know what? You should take a picture of it and like send it to me. And that way people could be awesome. And you know what? I do remember when you were doing that and it seemed like every week you had another thing to do and it was a lot of work. So that was really impressive that you did that. Good job. Good job. I agree. Ongoing Good job, man. Okay, Dave, what about you, buddy? What'd you do? Um, we built a lot of stuff at work. Like, I'm build a wheelchair from the ground up with nothing. Just parts. Just, like, <laughs> trash like Ryan likes to do. Cup food uh, bags what, what here. We did, we, we did plastic, bags. plastic bags and it, cans. It is now fully functional. <laughs> now we, with spare parts and time and gumption, I've got a wheelchair that goes 14 miles an hour. That's we cool. We built at work. Which is cool. pretty good. Okay. And it's got chain. It's like each motor is chain fed. So it's like if we could figure out how to like get all the parts, except from scrap parts, we could just sell it and be like, hey, who wants to buy like who insurance would never say that it would be cool to sell a chair that goes 14 miles an hour <laughs> to a person who can't control the chair. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, that's awesome. fine. Okay. But no, it's like, yeah, bend metal, weld it, do all that stuff, run the electronics. All that stuff works. Nothing, you know, it's not going to um, build a wall, but I mean, building a wall is very similar. Okay. Yeah, you bend the metal, you learn the electrical. That's why I said, I, that's why I said, hey, <laughs> me and Dave were talking about making this out of metal. And, and you're all like, no, metal does, wood seems to be the way. And then Ryan was all like, wood and garbage seem to be the way to build. <laughs> a hybrid of wood and garbage. <laughs> Get back to nature. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, Dave, too. What about you, buddy? Uh, probably the most the most recent thing is the climbing and sliding and swinging structure I've built in the backyard for the okay. kids. Uh, like a... But I have experience building walls and stairs and stuff. Right. I've built those. Before. Just like to nowhere. It's like I want to build a staircase that yep. goes up into Stair- like nothing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stay where to have. You're it. gonna have the Winchester uh... mansion in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I help. I help build. I help build my grandfather's house. Like. 10 years ago. So I was building walls, I was building staircases. Yeah. Okay. Do that shit. Sounds good. Damn, you guys sound like you have a plethora of <laughs> skills at the ready. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll bring that we'll bring that to the forefront and uh, and we'll get the podcast going too. This is turn up the party. All night feels good. We can't decide it. If uh, Amy needs a resume, I do have a resume <laughs> with all of that <laughs> information. I just like uh, Adam. Your C clamp was really good. You're like. That was really good. I'm building a C clamp. Currently, that's what we're doing. I know, but here's what she would say. Okay, so you're going to have a shed made of C clamps? What the fuck, Chris? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, because so people that don't know right now, I I have this in my mind to try to 
get everybody that is awesome at stuff to build a shed with me in the backyard. And not just a stupid shed, like a giant 14 by 14 or so big shed with electrical in it and a bunch of other stuff and make it look pretty and awesome and then make it into some like kind of workout area stuff. So that's the plan. We, we call that a recreational building. Okay. I don't know. I don't care what we call it. Uh, Dave, Dave calls it a sex dungeon. So whatever you want to call it, it's fine. A consensual, huh? consensual, sex, consensual I, and that's, section. And that's underneath. I apologize. Consensual sex dungeons. <laughs> right. Come on. Okay. Cool. Um, so what's going on this week? Um, Nothing. You guys went to see the movie and I didn't. That's so. true. Yeah, you went to see... Dead, dead, dead guys. guy? You, so, you saw Full Metal Alchemist with us. Yeah. I fell asleep. I was so fucking tired. <laughs> oh, I noticed. I, I was like, oh, I, was, I looked over. I was like, oh, Adam, look at it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I was in and out of consciousness. It's cool. We all put our balls on your face, but that's <laughs> yeah, that's neither here nor there. Well, Ryan it's just the one. Like, he only, he's only got the one. So. Ryan. Like it's never happened before. <laughs> but it's really big. <laughs> it's merged into one. It just merged into one. It was weird. Like, right, you should really get that looked at by a doctor. It could be something bad. Ah, I don't bad. believe in probiotics. My balls one ball. <laughs> right. I, I'm gonna rub kombucha on my sack and it'll heal up everything. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. True. I'm wearing one of those uh, magnetic bracelets. I, I think. <laughs> uh, to rebalance yourself. Yeah. He's wearing a magnetic bracelet around his dog. <laughs> Uh, so it would help uh, the ball heal. He's also wearing like a filtering mustache that helps him so only bring it, breathe in the purest of oxygen. <laughs> exactly. Was this why you were running late? You had to craft the mustache. <laughs> oh, I was. I, I I had to stop. I couldn't finish because I had to hurry and get to the podcast. He was running late uh, because he had that mustache, and Amber's like, "Ooh, no. <laughs> mustache rides only a quarter." Preferred <laughs> <laughs> all aboard the Ride Express. <laughs> Yeah, Amber thought it was hilarious, but she also thought, like, it was also weird that it didn't look as bad as it should. <laughs> I don't know That's what that she means. Grew up in the, she grew up in the 80s. Uh, she saw those porn mustaches. Right, she's all like, Tom Selleck. P.I. <laughs> uh, I guess they're um, coming back, you know, like, the hipsters are wearing yeah, exactly. them with, like, Ryan twirly is, twirls and stuff. Ryan the super hipster. So... You know, who knows? <coughs> uh, yes, so we did see Black Panther. Oh. What did everyone think about it? Yeah, Adam. Start with that. Sucked. Idea. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Not enough women. There was actually a shit ton of women. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there was, like, a ridiculous amount of women. Like, a, a whole guard that was made up entirely of women. It was like, good. Val- Valkyrie? Valkyrie could have easily been in there. As one of True. being on the guard, mm. but uh, I thought it, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a a nice uh, Marvel world building thing where it's like a, it, it expanded the universe <coughs> without necessarily doing a lot of expanding the universe of showing a, without doing too, moving the main story along. It was a nice uh, nice branch story that. Uh, was really interesting and uh, and cool, but it didn't move the main story of the Thanos coming to destroy and collect all the stones. Plot forward too much. Yeah, it didn't do hardly anything. Does it do anything right. actually? No. Not that we can think of. Uh, the only thing that would affect directly is the fact that uh, the world knows about. Uh, uh, okay, hopefully everyone who is listening to this has watched that movie. What uh, Wakanda exposing themselves as like a. As a Superpower. way power, a bigger power than being a third world country, as they're explained to be. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Spoiler alert. Yeah, I guess it opens up for them to be involved in a more significant way. Yeah. Without needing to make it be like a big event in the next movie, because yeah. it already had a big event. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a great point. I mean, if they have the most sophisticated technology on Earth, they're obviously going to help fight, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. you definitely need them out there. So that's cool. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Uh, it did okay in the box office, right? Is that, is that what I heard? <laughs> Not bad for being like 
a little a little movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of number ones. Like number one President's Day, four day weekend, number one Monday opener, number one winter opener, number one February opener. It, it's number got one a lot black of, movie in a long time. That, that's true by far. It's got a lot of number ones, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I understand why Ryan did that mustache. He's got a Hitler mustache. That's so. It's actually not, not quite. That is like not. A, how dare you? How uh, dare you? Get out! It's ridiculous. I mean, I understand. I'm trying to stretch it into something, but. What's it at right now, uh, as far as gross? Is it uh, near half a billion yet? Or I mean, it's been out for about a week, almost. Let's so see. it's got to be close, I'm guessing. That's about, uh, yeah, it is nine, nine million short. So 491 Oof. Yep. But it is uh, it is shooting to be the fourth ever movie to have a a uh, hundred million dollar plus second weekend. Oh yeah, that's true. Projections already. Yep. Okay. Why do you guys think that is? Uh, I mean, let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, if there was a lot of black people in it. Is that what did it? <laughs> I think that probably helped. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, different people plus the normal people that see all the comic book movies, like we said. Last time, and then the second weekend, I think people that were on the edge probably said it was good. Like the like the people that weren't sure had friends that went, and the friends said it was good. You know what I mean? So now now the second weekend, you have even more people that might were on, maybe wouldn't go, but then they said like, not only is it a phenomenon, no, no, but like, no. but, it, <laughs> but job, it's, it's good. Okay, Dave, you're the blackest amongst us. What do you think? Did anybody at your church, uh, like, I heard church but were, like, saying, go ahead and go. Did wait, anybody at your gospel church. choir do anything? Or? Oh, yeah, the churches. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I am I am the the most uh, racially diverse, but I'm also, I don't like church that much. It would probably, it would probably go, as of now, Dave, too, loves church the most. And then Adam and Ryan are tied with mm-hmm. loving church still. That's true. That's true. And I don't like, me and Chris, we're like, mm-hmm. We don't, the only church we need is the church of science. But you know what? Yeah. If, if they had a church that was like, hey, come out of the church, and all we're going to do at this church is watch Black Panther, I'd be like, yeah, hey, I'll go. <laughs> like constantly? You're just like, oh, can we watch anything else? No. no. Just, for Black Panther. just for a night. Just for a night. Every Sunday. What it did is, for me personally, it hit a lot of things that you don't see very often. It's like, you don't see a lot of movies where it's set in Africa, so that's a cool a thing to be. You don't get to see uh, a thing where, like, the entire cast, basically the entire cast, besides two people, you know, are you know are of African American African descent, you know. So you don't see that very often. You always see like, oh, good, it's his sidekick or his best friend's a white guy. So it gives us like an in, you know, white people an in. But I just thought. It was just a really high quality movie. Okay. So, so I think that's what did it. It's like it looked interesting and unique. It's like, oh yeah, uh, it's also a Marvel movie. So, I mean, there's a few things. Right. It's a Marvel movie in the Marvel un- movie universe with a really big Marvel movie coming up very soon. But also, I, I it's I can't really get wrap my head about it because I have this awesome white privilege going on, but. I bet right. it makes a big deal when you see... And this is the same reason why Wonder yeah. Woman did really good. Wonder Woman, you get to see... If you're a woman, you get to see a protagonist as a woman. If you're a black person, you get to see a protagonist as a black person. I, 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 it's hard for... I'm sure it's hard for you guys to really figure that out, too. Be like, oh, of course, because we see ourselves in everything kind of a way. That's our privilege. Yeah. Um, right. So I, I think that actually probably played a pretty big part, honestly. And just talking to some of my friends, they, they've said, yeah, that played a big part. Cool, good, and I want people to basically. I just want the highest quality of the stuff I like, so they keep making more of the stuff I like. Yeah, that's all I care about. So as soon as they make like the guys who make C clamp movies, Adam's gonna be back in the movie bit. He's gonna be like, "I'm coming to movies." (laughs) They call it the the, they they call it the 3D printer, and and Adam will be there opening night. Oh yeah, that's that's another thing I made is a 3D printer. (laughs) See, there you go. From ground up. I think this movie was way more accessible to people. <laughs> Change subject. What do you mean? Yep. Meaning that, like, you actually didn't really need to pay attention to it. You didn't have to be 
invested in the franchise. You didn't have to know about any of the superheroes. You didn't have to know about the storyline. It was self-contained. Yeah. And, like, from beginning to end, there was no, like... It actually finished, too. It started and finished. It was a good bite-sized, you know, thing. Which, actually, I like, too. I kind of like that it was, like, a... It was like, you know how you're watching those episodic shows where they have a, a, a storyline that goes along, but sometimes you just have an episode, and it's just, it happens, something happens, it's totally off the wall, and, and it's done. Sometimes that's nice. Right. This was kind of that. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's what Tiffany said, too. She, like, she really likes this movie, and she really likes Guardians of the Galaxy. And Guardians of the Galaxy is the same thing. That's it takes place in the universe, and it adds stuff to it if you know and are looking for it. But you don't have to. You just see this really fun movie that every that's 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 really good, and you're like, oh, I really like that. Was Deadpool yeah, similar? Do you think? Well, Deadpool's Deadpool is independent. Yeah, Deadpool I know it's a, like at Fox, but yes, I think but, Deadpool but, but also I, has to do with that. I'm thinking because it was also quite successful, and uh, it, there was a lot of talk about its success. So that's there's different things there, but I think that that's part of the formula for these sort of breakout successes. I think. Right. Yes. Just put your little hydra tentacles out from your movie into the other stuff if people want it, but you don't need it. So I was reading recently that a suggestion that this is the best way to look to watch every Marvel Cinematic Universe thing in order to get the best storyline out of the Cinematic Universe. Um, it, uh, it it starts with Iron Man. It's not chronological, which is interesting. Like there are things that well, happen much later. That, or much early, later, earlier. So it's not completely chronological, which I found kind of interesting. What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's like Star Wars. Kind it's, of, yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah. of. Because Star Wars, you would not watch in chronological order, would you? No. If you wanted the the story to be chronological, you would no. <laughs> release. I date wouldn't chronological. show it. To, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't show it to somebody in chronological order. No, I wouldn't show no. them in... T- yeah, it'd be certain order. I don't know. That's going to be a weird one. Because if you're going to watch... you're going to show your kids... Let's say your kids magically are nine years old. And they have never, for some reason, yeah. seen any yeah. of the Star Wars movies. It would be really hard to show it to them in, like, actual story order. Because they'd be like... Episode 4, 5, and 6 really look terrible compared to what I'm normally used to seeing. As far as special effects and everything. I think... Well... Yeah, but kids don't care that much. I think they do. Mm. Yeah, because I would they probably tell, go... They'll tell, they, they're at the age, that age. They can tell the difference. Rogue they're gonna one first. No. no, no, I'd go Rogue four, one. Five, four, four, five, and then after five, when he says, I am your father, fucking skip one, go, <laughs> go two, back three, to two, three, two, two, three, Rogue five. one. Oh, yeah, five, Rogue one. But actually, I'd put Rogue one after three, I bet. I think I would put Rogue One first. But we don't know about the Death Star. We don't know about Vader. We don't know any of that stuff. Uh, that's true. I still, I still don't know how I would do it. But I definitely would show 4 and 5 first. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be in chronological order. You could be like, these are the main <laughs> characters. Now let's go back and see a little bit about the main character's family and stuff. Sure. I just thought Flashback. it was interesting that I read that. I was like, okay, I, I can see that, I guess. And they throw in the shows as well. So, um, hmm. Yeah, because the Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier, comes a little bit later than I would have expected. Like, after Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. It, it's an interesting list. And I think it would be easy to put together our own list, and we probably do a pretty good job. In fact, I think we'd do a better job than whoever did this list. <laughs> okay, so it's a great movie. This is shit. <laughs> if you haven't gone seen that movie, do so. It's like Dave said; it's just a good movie. It's a good and like Dave Ryan said, it's a good self-contained movie. It's just, you don't need to know anything about the universe, and it's it's fun. It's good. Yes. Okay. Sure. What else is happening? Um, I thought this was pretty. Interesting. Uh, Doctor Who gets a new, brand new logo. They released it. It's like a, basically, it's just a, it's basically a new, girlier version of the Doctor no. Who. No, it's just, it's just different. <laughs> it's, it's not girlier at all. It's just, it's just a little different. Hmm. 
It's just updated. They update it with every doctor. They they put oh, a new. They? Yeah. I'm sorry. Did... It's the logo you said. Yeah, it's uh the very top link. Yeah, I gotcha. It's Seventeen seconds long. It's so it's nothing. It's nothing yeah, crazy. It... I just I, it's just a new logo because it's going to be the new start of the new series and the start of the new doctor and everything. Sure, and the start of the new like apparently showrunner and per and the the. What the people who make the music and everything else? It's gonna be weird. Right. It's like a huge turnover. So, I'll be interested. I, I can't wait to hear the the new theme song. Right, the, the, exactly. the new intro song. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose they do change it a bit, huh? Yeah, I wasn't the yeah. fan. I wasn't a fan of Capaldi's. It, it just seemed a little off to me. Yeah, because yeah, okay. he's a, he's, a, he's a doctor that shouldn't exist. <laughs> True. Genius. Like he's the doctor that doesn't make sense. So yeah. But uh, also, like, the... So, the Lego Batman movie came out a while ago, and the guy who directed that is now directing uh, the Nightwing movie, which is, you know, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing after he leaves Batman Shadow and stuff like that. But he is also... wants to direct the Dungeons & Dragons movie after it. (laughs) Oh, man. They just just need a good script, man. Yeah. The thing is, just take another movie that's a fantasy movie that you want to make, and just change a few things, and you have a really a really good fantasy movie. You have a really good D and D movie. Yeah, they always so. do something like that doesn't make sense. Like, why is this guy got blue lipstick on? How does that enhance our world at all? It takes right. me out of it completely. Please. I want to see good D and D. Show me fucking magic missiles rolling around. Show me fireballs. Show me shield spells going up. Show me good shit. God damn it. Show me elves and dwarves and goblins and fucking half orcs. Yeah, as long as everybody's skip, racist towards the elves. And skip over the goddamn dragons, because even though it's dra- in the title, right you don't away. need yeah, fucking dragons. dragons. Well, that's the thing. D&D doesn't have to be an epic story. Half the shit we do is not epic, you know? Eventually you might have one or two epic stories, but a lot of it is, let's go find this artifact <laughs> or something in this cave, and I don't know... We should just make a movie about us going shopping. There's a giant dragon fighting another bigger dragon. No, with this dragon boy. I like and Adams. A giant god. <laughs> I like Adams where he's like, "Yeah, we're all just gonna show an hour and a half of going shopping in various places." <laughs> well, do you have or, a scroll? No. Fuck. Do you le- have a potion? No. Fuck. <laughs> I think it'd be up. really cool if they made a D and D story that was like D and D. But it would have to be multiple movies, because like you'd have to have enough time. Because every character has like a, a a somewhat you know their orphan story, <laughs> you know their background story, and and like and it's true. The first couple sessions, you like help the farmer out and get like two gold pieces and feel happy. Yeah, I kind of like that. But what if they did it, it like a, a, a Marvel movies and said like, here's a here's a hero. We make up a hero, right? We and we basically Dungeons and Dragons subtitle something, and it's cool. It's like a, just a self-contained story about a guy's you know rise from being like, oh, I'm an elf. Something bad happened to me. Something goes on, and I become a great wizard and stuff. I saves save some elves. I'm good. And they're like, hey, you're a great wizard. And he's like. Mm. And then the next one they go into is like I'm a I'm a great cleric and stuff happens and all of a sudden they got to come together to face like the great evil now you have the party is formed Avengers style I mean they've I already they've already got they've already got some IP out there that already has following that they could that they could turn into turn into movies yeah. They just haven't explored that option yet. Just not drist. Come on, man. That's boring. Well, I know, would, but I'm saying. But I'm saying, how though. many? How many people love that series? It'd yeah. be an instant. Yeah. Probably yeah, an instant but... box office break. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean, even if right? we were we were like you could do better, it, it has so much name recognition that I think oh. people would you know that's or, what they're that's what they're looking for because they want to make more movies. So. Or, or yeah. even the the Hickman no, the novels with Raceland yeah. and all that. You Dragon know, they Red hit Saga. those. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think that would probably play well. Some of those I don't like, but I think some of them are good. Yeah, well, see, like, if they skip over the first ones and just get into the Time of Troubles, that shit is fucking good. Yeah. Well, they yeah. have a good storyline. I mean, shit's going down, they're downtrodden, they're being... You know, there is a good world that, that was built there. Um, and then you basically a giant rebellion kind of thing. So it's not bad. Um, I don't know, but if we look back at the Dragon... Or the D&D movies we actually have gotten... I mean, <gasps> we got a movie in 2000 that was just called Dungeons and & Dragons, and that was terrible. <laughs> right. And then we got a sequel to it. Is that the one with Marlon Wayans? 
I don't know. Yeah, got yeah, that was the, one of the hard ones. I think I remember Wrath of the Dragon Gods was a few years later. Oh god, that was fucking sci-fi. That was original. terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't and, remember that one. And there was a few smaller ones that I, I I'm sure they came out recently that I haven't seen or I, or I did see and they were just terrible. There was I don't one remember. most recent. Like I just remember them saying whatever they did is like, oh no, there's no way out. I must use my Ring of the Ram. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, what? Ah! <laughs> Why would anybody do that? Why would anybody <laughs> say that they're using their Ring of the Ram right now? I must use my hand to open this door. <laughs> like, come on, just do it. The, the, that thief was the worst thief I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I've got a, a gem of true seeing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think that's what's miss is hard about the D and D movies is that I think the cool thing about it is how there's character growth. They just gotta tone down. They don't need to say everything that they're doing. They don't need to say like right. I'm using magic missile. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm using this artifact. I'm using this sword. I am a paladin. I am a ranger. They don't need to say all the things they're doing. Just you knew Aragorn was a ranger because he fucking was a ranger. So the way yeah. he acted, the way he moved, was was, was he... a ranger. Yes, it'd yeah. probably be easier with less characters too. Like if they had a party of two, like a, if they followed a mage and the and a fighter. Oh, a mage! Why's it gotta be a mage, right? <laughs> Mages are the best. But if you followed a mage and a fighter, I actually think it would be easier to build their background and their connection. And you know what I mean? Well, that's what Dragonlance has got going for it. Their main yeah, characters so are brothers who are mage and a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's why like a, a big dude. Well, I said it. Let's call him Baramon. <laughs> and then his brother is all weak. And his name is Bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> so they did make a Dungeons & Dragons The Book of Vile Darkness TV movie in 2012. And I don't remember if I ever watched this. Maybe it was so bad. Oh, I, I saw it. Uh, it, does, it got a four and a, <laughs> four and a half out of ten from people overall. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, Nagru, the foul sorcerer, revealed in corrupting the innocent and spread of despair oh, near yes. the end of his mortal days yeah. and was dismayed. So he made like a lich? He was a lich? Or... Yes. Book of Vile Darkness. I probably watched it and was so, like, just like, eh. I don't remember that one at all. It, it seems like it was a straight-to-video type thing. It was straight-to-TV. It was TV. a TV movie oh. and never right. came out on the theater either. <laughs> Which, you know, it's fine, I guess, but you definitely know what budget you're getting with that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I mean, okay, I'm always sure. going to look at Dungeons & Dragons stuff and be like, hey, I want to... I have a couple of science things that were pretty interesting. Um, basically, there was a guy who wanted to... Well, okay, first of all, I'll set this up. Do you remember an episode of Star Trek Voyager, Chris, or anyone else? Season 2 called Threshold? Oh, uh, shit. Threshold. Which one was that? Uh, Captain Janeway and the Tom Paris break the until now unbroken warp oh, yeah, barrier. Yeah. Yes. And they're rapidly evolving and stuff like that. Yeah. So, basically, a guy um, who was uh, learned that uh, an anonymous scientist who went by the name of Biotrekkie basically submitted a paper called Rapid Genetic and, De- uh, and Development Morphological Change Following Extreme Celerity. Basically, he retold the story of that episode with slightly <laughs> different wording, making it more sciency. Okay. And and ultimately, it was accepted by no less than four different scientific journals, and actually got published in one. It got, published in, the Amer- it got published in the American Research Journal of Biosciences. Uh, that's awesome. That just kind of shows what I, I've known for a while is that these science publications generally are just trying to make money. They'll publish almost anything as long as you pay the entry fee and stuff. Uh, now right. they're a little bit. They'll, they'll say they're a little bit picky, and maybe they are a little bit, but they're just they're just take money from people. That's awesome. <laughs> right. So I thought I thought that was really interesting and pretty funny. And also, um, basically, they we have just found out that uh, if you use any kind of fitness tracker like a Fitbit or any of that stuff, all the tracking data is basically uh, military has found out that. Uh, People in the military, like guy, uh, like just run-of-the-mill soldiers, are wearing their Fitbit to go out and exercise, mm-hmm. and that is tracking data, which is easily to get into. You can get, but it is showing the locations of forward operating bases in countries yeah. and stuff like Oops. that because you can look around and see the whole area is black, <laughs> and 
except for this area where the guy is running around in a circle and yeah. stuff like that. It's basically, and people forget to shut them off and basically maps the insides of buildings that they can they can determine they can look at the building and say like, oh, cool, here's a here's the layout of this building, and they're like, oh shit, that's really we fucked up. That's yeah, that cool. is pretty funny. That's pretty yeah, cool. Like. I wonder if anybody was using it. Like, anybody was actually using it. Right. Fuck. Right. (laughs) Like, any of our enemies are like, did you know we can do this? (laughs) Now we have everything. Right. They're like, okay, we have the exact layout. Like, some guys are like, oh, we have the exact layout of uh, Homney Homney Airport, Nevada, which is basically the U.S. Air Force Base, commonly known as Air Force 51, and they know the exact layout of it because it records a lone cyclist taking a ride from the base along the western edge of the of the lake, marking by a thin red heat line. So they know the layout of the base. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Oh man, it's crazy. And it's not just us, though. It's like uh, the RAF, which is like the British Mount Pleasant, the Falkland Islands. They can like look it up there, and it's like a uh, and they can see that, oh, actually, you know what's really popular is swimming in the lake that is, like, uh, two kilometers away. Because they can see, like, the people going and <laughs> swimming in the lake. That'd be cool, actually, to get all that data just to see where everybody's going and stuff and see what the popular routes are and stuff. That'd be interesting. I think, right. I think Amber was telling me about this, and she mentioned that that the military had actually given these things away. Like, they were, yep. like... For hey, it's healthy here. You know, like so it wasn't. It's not like these people are likely to get in trouble because it be, they were actually encouraged to do this. <laughs> Part of their wellness programs. Yep. But yeah, I think that's uh, it's it's funny how like things like seemingly innocuous technologies can have uh, repercussions that they did not see coming. Yeah, so I thought that, that was, was cool. Interesting. I like it. And also, so I've determined. I told Tiffany. I said, hey. Basically, the downfall of the military is physical fitness. So, way to go, guys! Stop being physically fit, and that's why I don't go running. <laughs> you'll, you'll, yep, you'll keep all of our secrets. Uh, and then, when you're trying to run from somebody or to at somebody, you cannot do it. Hey, you want to know something? Why am I running from them? I have my fucking you do drone. Do not have a drone. Like four people have drones. Everybody else Whoa! does not have drones. <laughs> you know how often I can buy a drone? I can buy a drone right now. I can have it delivered. It'll be here. In a couple minutes. That's true. And you know what's kind of the next thing? You know, I was thinking that this, this because of the shitty shootings and stuff that are happening, people saying, oh, uh, we can't do anything, just to, we got to accept it, people die. Um, somebody's going to get a drone, and they're going to fucking put an automatic weapon on there, weapon and they're going to use yes, drones yep. to start shooting people. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. It seems like kind of a no-brainer for some idiot to put a fucking automatic weapon on a drone. And I hope I'm not giving right. people ideas, but... Yeah. Hmm... Yeah, and the thing is, you have this idea, which means odds are that, I don't know, another thousand people have also had no, no, this idea. I'm the only one. We, we've determined yeah. that I always have the ideas first. Oh, just <laughs> the shootings, shootings are terrible, and I hate them so much. But Trump during that thing was messed up. He's like, I heard that uh, video games, video games are causing all this violence. Oh, Jesus. You know what that's else? What he, that's what he came and, out today with. And, Back and, to movies, this. and movies. And he, then he's like, there should be some sort of rating system for movies. Yeah. He actually said that. There's been a fucking rating system for 80 years. Shut the fuck up. He's fucking retarded. He said that. That's pretty funny. There should be a rating system for movies. You know, these kids, they can just watch it, all, whatever movie they want. You know what? You I, the, I, sorry, you see the screen grab yesterday from his, he had like crib sheet notes for his little town hall meeting, and someone grabbed a picture of him holding the notes, and like item number five was... I hear you. Like he it was telling him to remind him to tell them that he's hearing them. And like the third one was like, Well what do you want me to do to help your lives be better? I mean it was it was pretty bad. See, I that doesn't actually bother me. Like I mean, if I was preparing to speak in front of people and I wanted to make sure I said the things I felt, I might write those things down. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't think the guy's a good guy, but I don't think taking notes right. that include, like, things that you feel to make sure you convey those things is terrible. I don't, th- I, I, I don't think it's as bad as other things, but it does seem really slimy. And, like, it's kind of like you, if you have to say, uh, that makes sense. You write down, that makes sense, even though you don't know what the fuck they're going to say first. You just want to say it to pla- placate, placate them. Right. I, I, think I, that's I hear that perspective. And that's where it's coming for me. That's where it's coming from. It's yeah. just knowing his character. Yeah. Yes. That someone had to write this for him to remind him because that was not his handwriting. <laughs> right. Sure. You know, 
it, it's just kind of like, okay. Well, we all know he's a narcissist. Uh, we all know he's an idiot. So. Right. And that's like that stuff is straight like uh, from hostage negotiator's handbook. I should get it up yeah. and and let's uh, and reread it. Is basically you 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 see, you ask someone you're negotiating with how they would fix the problem, thus putting all the blame not on you, and basically now the onus is on them for them to solve the problem. So if they don't come up with a solution to it, it's not your fault. You have now put the solution on fire. Like what can you? Do, what what would you like me to do? You know. That's a really good observation, Dave. I like that. Yeah. I think the counter is to say, like, I'd like to have you resign and find <laughs> someone that's able to come up with a solution rather than someone who's asking me to come up with a solution. That's a good idea. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> mic drop. Uh, but you'd probably, your mic would probably get cut off halfway through and it'd be escorted out by very large Russian-looking guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Dostadanya. Porn star. <laughs> I did watch a video of with it was a Marco Rubio take in a town hall where like some guy whose kid was actually shot in one of these incidents. Yeah, but, you know I don't I don't know the full story, but he was like basically calling us shit. Like he's like I want to like you now. Tell me that guns were a factor, and you know you just admit this fact. And he was like, first of all, I want to clarify what I said before. What I said. and everybody was like, boo! <laughs> like, yeah. we're we're basically yep. asking you to do something quite simple, which is that say guns are a factor in these um, shootings because yeah. they are a factor. That, that, that was last night's town hall in Florida with CNN. They invited uh, some of the students from the high school, and then they invited uh, all the the senators and representatives from the state of Florida and President Trump to attend. And, and- Rubio was the only the... one, and the member of the NRA, I believe. There you um, go. But yes. Rubio was like the only one that actually came, besides some other Democratic representatives. Um, yeah, and yeah, he got an earful. Like well, one of the one of the students went right up to Rubio and just said, "You know, on mic, tell me that you're never going to take another pledge of money from the NRA." Yeah, and but he's like, an actor. Yeah. Those are all actors, didn't you hear? Oh Those yeah, are all they're paid actors. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Uh, the Democrats just pay kids to do that shit, and they're really good Russian, at it. Russian so. bots at the height. And they organized it within a week. Oh, man, you can pay actors. Don't worry about it. This is what we do now. We just pay actors to do everything. They're, In fact, it was probably a false flag just to they're, get they're, support for the NRA <laughs> or for against cri- the NRA. crisis actors, man. They're, they're on standby. It's fucked up that people think this stuff. People think that, and they thought that about all the other things, like that. Well, Sandy Hook was the inside job. Anyways, let's think about other things that are more interesting and fun and not sad, because it makes me angry every time we talk about it. (laughs) I I agree. My point is that, yes, something needs to be done, and this does make me mad. I'm with A-dubs. You know what shouldn't make you mad? What's that? Ice cream? Is that McDonald's announced today that Szechuan sauce is coming back on Monday. Finally. Does that okay. mean I have to go to McDonald's? Hang 20, on. 20 million packets being shipped out to their stores starting on Monday the 26th. Is it? I was going to say, how many packets and are 19 million going to Chicago and like 1 million to the rest of the world? And it'd be like, oh shit, now we got to go to Chicago. <laughs> I, I'm going to try it because I think I remember it from the old days and I feel like it's one of those things when tasting it, you'll be instantly transported to a younger time. I, I, you know what I mean? It's, it's a sweet and sour sauce, right? It's ridiculous. This whole thing is because of a fucking TV show. It's ridiculous. From, from a cartoon. A cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. It is. Well, it's, it's not really that surprising. Like <laughs> Companies are like, the marketing partners are just like, anything that gets people to talk about uh, it. Uh, well, McDonald's, like, is, this is their makeup for the, the mess that they created in October. Yeah. Um, oh, so in addition, <laughs> in, in addition to this, they're doing a uh, three-episode podcast I, to I explain what happened with October. Wait, and why it was such a just yeah, random, like Ronald's going to be sitting there with fucking the hamburger and be like, "What happened to all the packets? I don't know. It, I did take them. I take only hamburgers." And it's going to be, be <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be called the sauce, and uh, it'll feature. Real interviews with McDonald's corporate executives and Chef Mike, uh, angered sauce lovers, and even electronic DJ Deadmau5 for a glimpse into what happened in, 
in that October incident. What the uh, fuck? So I... they're, they're doing like a mini documentary podcast wise on of why we fucked up. <laughs> why yeah, does yeah. it need to be three podcasts? Yeah. It's already pre-recorded, yeah. so it just happens to be three episodes. Yeah, so I bet you it's an hour, and they broke it in twenty minutes. If they minutes. don't make it fun and they make it all dramatic and normal, I'm going to be very disappointed. It's supposed to. Oh, be I'm stupid. sure they make it fun. <laughs> I'm sure that they, they they know this is marketing, man. And they know that the only people that are going to listen to it are people that also like to watch Rick and Morty. So they know, like, if it's not fun, they're idiots. Maybe they're just a fan of Milan. Yeah, that's be. true. Milan, they're all like, why is everybody going crazy for the Milan sauce? I don't know. Let's make more Milan sauce. All right. Uh, cool. Gross. Oh, and uh, Adam, your Stranger yeah. Thing hoodies. Are coming to Target. Ooh, they have, like, they're cheaper well, quality. They're cheaper quality. I don't want them. I'm just, I'm just saying yeah, right. that hey. Target has a deal with Stranger Things now. That's pretty make cool. Make a whole for them, line actually. of clothes for Stranger Things, yeah. and, I and one of them cool. will be put. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the other movie we watched. Uh, what'd you guys think of that movie? I'll start with Ryan because he doesn't watch the anime as much, and I watch Boring. it. Boring. It's because you, you fell asleep. Doesn't mean you can't talk. <laughs> I think it was fun. I mean, it was weird because it was live actors doing anime-like poses. You're talking about the full metal alchemist. Um, Yeah, so yeah. But it was pretty funny when they were making, like, clearly anime-like, you know, (laughs) acting. The the girl with her hands on her face going, (laughs) oh! Yeah. So that was, it was actually kind of fun. I think that was fun because it was, you know, a throwback. I never, I don't think I ever watched that show. But I've seen enough animes to know like that was all anime acting. Yeah. But it was cool. I thought it was fun. It wasn't like an amazing movie that but it was a fun. It was fine. It's like they, they had a I lot of material it. to pack into that hour. Right. Of course they two did. Hours. Well, right. It, it what was funny was I it, I had just started restarted watching the episodes on Netflix. So I was like, Oh my god, I just I just watched that. I just watched that. That's pretty close to what it is in the cartoon. So that was that was kinda cool. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, certain responses you get sometimes when you tell people, "Oh yeah, I've read that. I've read that comic," and they're like, "You read comics?" Because they don't understand it. It can be a really fucked, dark storyline with really intense themes and issues and stuff. Even though it's in a yeah. animated form or a cartoon form or a, you know a written form or whatever, because um, there's some dark shit in there, honestly. That uh-huh. yep. for for a Live action converted from an anime or a cartoon, what people would see. That's some dark shit. <clears throat> yes. Agreed. It was good, though. I, it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed yeah, it. I thought it was, I thought it was boring. Very I, I, I'm glad we watched it. So. Yeah. Adam just has a lot on his plate. <laughs> like, oh. he needs rest, otherwise he can't do his plate stuff. So. <laughs> Adam, Actually. if for some reason, if you don't, in the near future, 3D print a plate... I'll be very disappointed. In of you. various sizes, <laughs> like like very, like a, just a huge fucking plate. And you uh, just come in and you put a whole bunch of like snack cakes on it, and you said my just, plate is just very full. Stuff. Just like I want to see you three D print like a dinner platter, and then you get a picture of yourself eating dinner off of it, oh. and then you can say, "Finally, I don't have that much on my plate," you know. And everyone will be like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" That's oh. funny, Adam. <laughs> it sounds um, like a lot of work. The printers that we have a plate. don't make that big of a plate or um, surface area. Okay, here's what I'll do. Okay, I'll go to Home Goods and I'll just buy a gigantic plate for four dollars and be like, Adam, here's a plate. Take a picture of you eating off of it. Um, yeah. um, for thirteen ninety nine at Bed Bath Beyond, they have uh, the Fiesta dinner plate. <laughs> White, I got quite large. We, we got bed, one upstairs. That's about Ryan, Ryan spends big money feet. on plates. I don't no, actually. No. I I haven't bought. When do you you don't buy plates? You bought got plates when you got married. Your wives buy plates. <laughs> I've never bought a plate. Yeah, ever. your wife has. Right? She bought <laughs> so silverware saying too. I spend <laughs> lots of money on plates is ridiculous. It's fake I've news, never man. Considered fake buying news. a plate, right? <laughs> right? Are you are you are you going to say this? paper plates? I do. Spend... Oh, see, look at it. Oh, back here we go. Back here. You know what he is right there, man? A flip flopper. <laughs> I will buy paper. Plates. This is a deception. They're like a different category of plate. Oh, they're 
plates. They're plates. Right, but there's categories of plates. It's like how there's animals, but humans are kind of also a different category than kangaroos. Yes, it's totally misleading (laughs) to say I'm an expensive plate buyer when I may be an occasional paper plate But if we were in a a, a debate on politics, I would say this man buys so many plates he doesn't even know (laughs) where to stop. Right, so you're probably too busy buying plates to work on the gun laws, (laughs) huh? I don't buy plates except for maybe paper plates. Oh, here we go. Everybody, oh, we can't right. keep the story straight. Mueller would be like, boom, 16 charges indictment on Ryan Thomas for lying and falsifying his claims about a no-plate-buying scenario here. And Ryan would be like, I want to adjust my terms. Uh, I'll I'll roll over and let and I'll tell you everything about everything I know. Come on. Yeah, because they're going after you. They'd be like, Ooh. we know Dave talks a lot of shit about not buying plates. <laughs> we have reason to believe he buys the most expensive plates the most often among the five kings. Imported China from <laughs> India. And it's like, <laughs> we can take it easy on you if you just provide us a little plate information. That's and why I like, said mm, he deserves it, motherfucker. <laughs> because we just broke some plates. So we we just go, but we don't buy like set, we didn't buy a set of plates. We bought a bunch, whole bunch of different plates. So Ooh, one breaks, a whole bunch of plates. You heard it here, folks. A whole yes. bunch of plates. And I yes. quote, Dave Klinger. But I never denied it. Twenty eighteen, <laughs> a bunch of plates. Dave Klinger buys the best of all plates. <laughs> yeah, Amy, Amy, did, Amy likes that where we have a variety of different plates. I don't. I don't think they stack well. I hate stacking them in the in the shelves. I don't like stacking them. They don't stack well. But it is kind of cool that there's different plates, so there's that. Right. I, yeah, I, exactly. I have a flip-flopper on this. I don't know. Uh, oh, cool. Anything else? Anything else we got to talk about this evening? Or we, have we exhausted the list of things? Um, I do like Ryan's mustache. Yeah. Oh, it'll be it'll be foremost in, foremost in all our, our memories for a long time. So. Like, look, I like when Ryan leans really close in. Like he's on, all he's all ready to give everyone like, like a hardcore seventies like <laughs> mustache ride. Yes. <laughs> okay, I assume that means we're done. Uh, cool. Thanks everyone for being here. Uh, thanks guys for doing the podcast. We'll end it here. If you're out there, you're awesome. Adam will give you our contact information. If he's still awake, he's got a lot on his plate. So. <laughs> uh, next door at FTF. For the win, the Geek Sync Store FTW at gmail.com. Yay! Is there a place they can go on Facebook? Uh, probably Geek Sync Store on Facebook. Woo! This man's on fire. What about if they want to donate and money at Patreon more? We have a Patreon page <laughs> under. Um. <laughs> um science Baby. Um. Forward slash. Patreon. I went too far. I, I, I grasped, I grasped perfection by the halt of my hand, and I went too far. Sorry, man. Sorry. Also, there's another podcast that we would like to promote called. Oh wait, no, it's a video thing called Twins on Twins. Oh no, we're not cross promoting that. Let's uh, let's end it here. Thanks everyone for being here. We'll be here next week. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.